It's been a long year since you've been gone. I've been a long year. I've grown. I'm all out of pieces. I'm falling. I'm held up pieces in myself. that i played that way too long i meant to only play like a minute maybe a minute and a half of the damn song is uh two minutes and eight seconts at the moment what's going on guys got an angle here um god damn it i got an angle going on here i think that angle is too far away i don't know i don't know what i'm doing guys i'm trying to uh trying to spice it up a little bit trying to do some different things um oh wait a minute I got, uh, hell, you can't even fucking see the TV. I thought, originally I had the TV <laughs> in the uh, in the angle here, and I do not have it in there now. I've got a light going on over here, a makeshift light. I've got my other light over here that I had last time. It's actually blinding me because I just, I just looked into it. But <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to get some different stuff going, really, to, uh, to enhance the product here, to enhance the experience. Um... I am still right now waiting on a couple responses on uh, what did we talk about last time? The iPad Airs, iPad um, Minis, iPad Pros, iPads. Uh, it's got to be a certain generation or better. God damn it. Fuck. I, I put my phone up here and I forgot to email me my notes that I had. So now I have no notes. I think I've got some of them in my head because I wrote them. They came out of my head originally. So I put them on the thing on the phone and, um, you know, we're going to zoom in here on this guy. But I had notes. They came out of my head. So they're probably still in my head. I didn't, uh, you know, download them or move them or copy them and delete them like you would a file on a computer. They're still up here. Just a matter of me recalling what it was. Uh, today is, uh, I'm recording this on Sunday. It is May 31st in the year 20, 
20. The song up front there was, um, what was I even talking about? Well, originally I was talking about this uh, TV that I don't have in the shot now that I moved because I didn't have a good angle here. You couldn't see me. It was very skewed to this one side and I was way over here on this side. And whenever I was zoom in, I would lose myself. Isn't that an Eminem song? Lose, lose yourself. You lose yourself, not myself. I think that's the Eminem song. But I have the TV over here, guys, and I've got what I've got pulled up here because I've been watching it is uh, Space Force, new show with uh, Steve Carell and a bunch of other hilarious people. If you have not watched it yet, I think it just came out on Friday. You're going to see me switching angles over here. I've got a tripod up which I've normally just been putting my other phone, uh, propping it up on the uh, Mac over here. But I decided to use the tripod since I had it in the car. This is the tripod tripod that I normally use at Homegrown when I'm doing music. It's uh, Mr. Fleming Moore has lent it to me, loaned it to me, let me borrow it. But Space Force, if you haven't watched it, get out there. I think it came out Friday. I think it premiered on Friday. It's... Uh, 10 episodes, I believe. I am just getting ready to start episode 5. I'm loving it. It's about the uh, new branch of the military that uh, just got started. Um, I guess it's already started, right? I don't know. <laughs> it's just started. So it's, it's pretty funny. It's got a bunch of uh, cool stuff in there. And especially if you're prime military, if you've been in any branch of the military, fantastic show. It's got a lot of nuances in there, a lot of stuff that you'll... Um, catch on to that uh, the normal uh, civilian will not catch on to. So it's a great show. I'd highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. This episode coming up, uh, well, not even going to talk about it. Just uh, get out there and watch it if you want to. Don't take my word for it. But So yeah, I've got two different angles, varying angles. I've got the new angle going on over here which I'm not sure I like on the tripod because now I've got to, I've got to reach. Oh, I've got to really get out there and push these buttons. <sighs> it was a little easier when it was right here, when it was down below, kind of looking up at me. But you know what happened? Kind of saw my, uh, a little bit of a double chin sometimes, right? I mean, I've lost a lot of weight. I'm down 24, 25 pounds at the moment. But uh, from that up angle and and now sometimes well not really but now i kind of know why uh women tend to take multiple angles you know they're taking these selfies and they're down here and they're up here and they're up here they're trying to get that perfect angle but i don't really give a shit but that angle i did notice when i go back and watch the videos that it did get a little up into the jowls here and um yeah depending on how i move my neck and what my position was i'm going to zoom in a little bit more on this guy here um, you would see a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of skin underneath there, a little bit of flap. Probably the, the flap that an almost 48 year old maybe has. I don't know. Depends on the person. <laughs> I really, oh, I really wish I would have uh, emailed my notes to me so I'd know exactly what I was even going to talk about. But we're going to have some fun today, guys, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like talking much, talking long. <clears throat> couple things I did want to get off my chest. And what is going on downstairs? My roommate's down there. He's making all kind of noise. He's talking on the phone. 
he puts his headphones in, so when he talks on the phone, he talks loud as fuck. Um, I don't think he realizes that he's got headphones on. You know, it's kind of like me being here. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I've got these headphones on, and I don't even have, oh, I don't even have the headphone jack on. So I haven't even been hearing myself, and that makes a big difference if you can hear yourself. So hopefully I have, I have not been over-talking um, on the video thus far, but... Uh, let's see what we can do here. Let's uh, let's tone this down just a little bit. Um, yeah, let's get that light out. So I got a couple of different light op lighting options going on. I was trying to illuminate my face a little bit more. I got my original guy over here, which is blinding me. I've got an LED that's kind of pointing directly at me, and then I've got <laughs> this is a um, a shop light that I put out here. Excuse me, I didn't have another light that I could think of that I could put into my face, but I'm trying to illuminate me from a couple different angles and trying to make the, the camera look better, more vibrant, um, more beautiful, beautifulish. But I'm not sure. What do you think, guys? Do you think it works? Um, I've also got back here behind me on this angle. You can't see it. Maybe if I if I zoom out. Zoom out. Oh, no, that's zooming in. Hold on. If I zoom out, yeah, see it right there, right right here. So I put my, my banner up. This is the banner that uh, we created for Studio 117. It's normally up in the studio there at Homegrown Brewhouse, 117 South Main Street. We'll talk about those guys here in a minute. So it's normally hanging up in there. Uh, a couple of the events that we've had over at Fleming's House, musical stuff, we've hung it up out there. I think... Where else did we have it hung before? I don't know. But anyway, he brought it up to Homegrown on Friday when he played up there and was supposed to put it up along with the podunk banner that he put up in the background, and we forgot to put it up. He left it in his car, so he brought it in to me after the fact. So it is now here at the house. I brought it home. I just put it up today, and I put it back there, but... For me to zoom in on myself, you have to miss out on the glorious um, the glorious thing over there. So, did I even start the audacity? Let me see. Pretty sure I did. Yep. Started it. We're 10 minutes in already. You know what I'm going to do? Here. I'm going to do this real quick. Hold on. <clears throat> Stand by, guys. And you're going to, uh, you can watch me, you can watch me go over there and do this, maybe. Here we go. So, let's see if I can uh, get this banner Screw it, guys. Screw it. I put some uh, some Velcro on there because my stick pins were not working. Um, hopefully, you got a good shot of my ass there while I was while I was uh, doing that. But yeah, I put. Um, I tried using some stick pins initially, and it's carpeted back there. You know, the original owners that were here put a carpet back there on the carpet wall. We called it, called it the carpet corner originally on the podcast, and that's where we had musicians uh, sing back there for their final song. And we took pictures of them in the carpet on the carpet wall, but I think initially they had. <clears throat> yeah, let's just back it up. I like to have this. Um, I like to have this aim high um, picture in the frame right there. I had that in my recruiting office when I was an Air Force recruiter. It's a little kid, um, 
peeing up into a toilet. It's uh, aim high used to be, actually it's now again, the slogan for the air force. It went away for a little while to, uh, no one comes close. And uh, I don't remember what the other logo was, but they went back to aim high. And I think that's still the logo. I don't know. I've been retired for seven years now, so it may not be the logo anymore, but I think it is. Oh, let's put the headphones back. So anyway, I used I was using stick pins to to put that banner into the corner into the onto the carpet wall, and the stick pins just would not stick into the carpet. It, you know, there was nothing for it to to push into push pin. So what I did is I put some uh, double sided Velcro there, some sticky Velcro, and the sticky uh, sticks apparently very well to the carpet. So now I have uh, that Velcro stuck to the carpet, and I couldn't move it. So I was trying to lower it. So you could see it where I can't fucking see what's going on. So you could see it right there behind me. I was going to try and move it down to where it would be like, right, man, how do you do this? So it would be like right here, man, I'm all off. You have to go the opposite of what you think you have to go. So I would have liked to put it right there just now, but I couldn't get the Velcro unstuck. And I probably, I, I could have, but it would take, it would have taken a long time. So. I decided I would abort the mission, guys. Really, that's what I did. All right, so we're already all over the place. So I got the shop light here. I got this light. Uh, this is just a regular stand light. I think you may have seen it last time on the video when I was panning and doing some shots of the the room. Um, I am going to eventually. <clears throat> I'm going to eventually get uh, some real photography lighting in here which is going to be nice. That way I don't have to have shit that's strung all over the place um, haphazardly and not for really what its intended purpose is. But this is going to be... Damn it, I meant to do this too. Hold on. So that's going <laughs> to... I got too much stuff going on, guys, really. I got too much. You know what? I'm not even going to bother with that. What I wanted to do is I wanted to have uh, my book, It's All Fun and Games Until, um, in the shot here somewhere to advertise and display that. But it's over here on the table. I just saw it forgot to stage that um but yeah i'm gonna get some i'm gonna get some lighting guys eventually and uh, i'll carry it with me on the road when i once i hit the road it's going to be some umbrella lighting i'd show it to you if it was on if i was able to but it's on my phone right now i guess i could pull it up on on the computer and i could show it to you that way but then i'd have to no it's just it's just too much, guys. I just got too much going on. If I had an iPad controller right here, which is what I would be using to control my cameras instead of having to control it from here, which I've talked about, I could pull it up on there and I could pull that up and show it to you. And I could do a bunch of stuff uh, if I had the proper equipment, but I do not. Um, what was I going to do? I was going to talk about this beer. And while we are talking about that beer... We will uh, play some tunes. Right. Here we go. So this guy here is from uh, Flying Dog. I'm trying to turn this down just a tad bit. Flying Dog Brewing Company out of uh, Frederick, Maryland. 
in the United States. They're craft uh, beer crusaders who stand tall and never eat shit. <laughs> this is what it says. So I guess that's a play on, uh, you know, dogs eat their own shit, I guess, or eat other dog shit. Or they roll in it, they do all kinds of stuff. But This is uh, called Double Dog, like I said, from Flying Dog Brewery out of Maryland. It's an imperial or a double IPA. Sometimes people call it a dipper. It's a change. Can't wrangle here. So I like their logo. You know, I first found these guys when I was in Boone, North Carolina. This first place I ever saw them at a, uh, one of the grocery stores up there. I liked them. They were definitely um, new to the scene. What year that say they started? Did you tell me. No. Does not tell me, but they've been around for a while. I'd say definitely back in the 90s, they were one of the, the original craft breweries, probably. Uh, they got 2.52 million plus total check-ins. Um, I've checked in uh, 15 different times to their beers. I've definitely had their beers a lot more than that. It says here they've got 173 beers listed thus far. This is originally a Wild Dog release commemorating our 10th anniversary. Double Dog, Double Pale Ale became here to stay in 2009. Could you control such a beast? This is a big beer that calls for equally big foods. Flavor notes, uh, citrus hops with sweet malt and subtle alcohol burn like a kiss on the cheek. Pairs with extra sharp cheddar, aged uh, cheddar and stinky blue cheese, smoked brisket, spicy foods with chili or cayenne pepper, and earthy desserts like carrot cake. So there you go. It's a good beer. I meant to get a glass for it. I did not. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to drink it. That's what you're going to do. Super malty. Um, it's got a, a pretty big alcohol hit to them. You know, what I noticed, um, let's cut this music off. That's probably enough. We did the music just for the, uh, for the beer description. Uh, what I noticed about most of the, the Flying Dog Ales is they are super powerful in the, in the palate. Very robust, very big, uh, super um, big mouth feels on the beers. They really kind of punch you in the face uh, with every beer that they got. The other thing I loved about them, you know, when I first found them up in Boone, when I used to go up there, well, I still do, but um, I'll go up there skiing or uh, in the summertime, hiking, biking, whatever. But what I really enjoyed was the artwork that they, you know, put on their labels. God damn, I just can't. There you go. Oh, perfect. Oh, it's almost there. Oh, too much to the left. So, I really enjoy their artwork. I love their beers. They're bold. They're big. They are different. They are not your standards. So, even though they have standard styles, which, you know, an IPA, double IPA, I don't even know if they do a hazy, which I'm glad because I hate the hazy IPAs at, at this point. But uh, they do ambers. They do a lot of Belgian-style beers. They've got some uh, style supporters. All the standard stuff, but they just put a little bit different uh, twist on it. And the names are fantastic. Their logos are good. Their their labels are, are uh, wonderful. So it's a fun time. So Double Dog, Double IPA from Flying Dog, Flying Dog Brewing.
Now, you may be asking yourself, Brian, when are you going to go back and tell me what the song was at the beginning of the show? Because you started to tell me that, and then all of a sudden, you didn't tell me. So, <laughs> what that song was, was uh, Fall to Pieces. I think originally it was done by Velvet Revolver, Scott Weiland and Velvet Revolver, uh, Slash, uh, who was you know, originally part of... Um, Guns N' Roses, I think that was his first band. You know, he's uh, the main guitarist for, for the original Guns N' Roses lineup. And uh, when they uh, disbanded, he did some uh, some solo projects and some other projects. And I think uh, Fall to Pieces was what he put together with Scott Weiland for Velvet Revolver. <clears throat> this version of it that I just played is uh, Slash. I think it's from the Slash band featuring Miles Kennedy. I keep kind of putting my tongue into the side of my mouth there because I got a piece of steak. I just had a big uh, big ribeye that I reverse seared and ate right before the podcast. So I've got a piece of steak uh, stuck in my tooth right there. So it'd be good for later, I guess. But I'm trying, <laughs> trying to get it out with my tongue over here. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty talented with my tongue, really. I think. I don't know. I think I do a good job with it. But I can't seem to. <laughs> I can't seem to get this piece of steak out of my tooth. I'll get it out of there eventually. But this was Fall to Pieces with Slash and Miles Kennedy, who is the singer for uh, Slash's band that he has when he does his solo thing. I think he's got two albums now. Uh, Miles Kennedy is also the lead singer of the band Alter Bridge, who features the guitarist, guitarist, the guitarist, the guitarist from the. Uh, from Creed, um, Scott Staff and Creed. He's the original guitarist. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but when that band gets together, Alter Bridge, it's the Creed guitarist, Miles Kennedy uh, from the Slash Band and some other things. So, I don't know. Long story. The, uh, the music that I was playing while I was describing the beer is uh, from a guy named Tyler Montgomery. He posted it. It's the, the song was um, for Rock Angel by Joe Clem Carude. <laughs> I don't know if that's how you say it, but uh, it sounds kind of cool if that is how you say it. Josh, Josh Lim, Josh Cook. Joe, Joe Clem Carude, maybe. I don't know. I'm not good at pronouncing names, if you've noticed, really, on this podcast. So, I don't know. Homegrown Brewhouse, guys. So, we had a good week this week. Uh, we opened up again Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I did another uh, 4 to 10 opening. We had music all three nights. Uh, Thursday night, we had... Mr. Zach Crump, he played for, I think, three hours. Uh, did a great job. Wife came up there with their, their nine-month-old kid. I remember the last time they played, or maybe the first time they played, she was pregnant, and I think like a couple days after they had come up there and he played, that was his first time playing there at Homegrown. I think she had the baby, so they were, they were out of pocket for a little while. And uh, I think Zach maybe played one more time. Not positive. But he definitely played this past Thursday. Uh, we had a good time. Fairly decent crowd. Wasn't uh, overly crazy on Thursday night. A little, little lackluster compared to the last uh, two Thursday nights that we had. 
Friday night, uh, we had to return. Once again, he uh, helped us kick off things when we started um, back up. But Mr. Fleming Moore and friends came out again. Uh, this was the fifth Friday. He normally play, plays the fifth Friday of the month. So he came back out with his buddies, Mr. Ron Gill. Uh, we had Jeremiah King. Uh, Ron Gill was on the base. Uh, Mr. Jeremiah King played keys again for us. And we had uh, Mr. Bruce Patrick, uh, one of the original founding members and, and percussionists for Live Bait, local band here in town that's very popular. So he finally got up with us. He was supposed to come last time. Excuse me, man, that steak is, is doing me right. It's uh, getting some some additional flavor from it. But Bruce came up and played with us again. He brought uh, his, um, um, what the fuck are those things called? Chimes? Yeah, maybe. He brought chimes. He had his bongos, a couple other things, uh, a little hi-hat, some um, shakers. I don't know what the fuck you call everything. I'm not a musician, guys. I just, uh, I love music. I try and promote music and I, and I push music and I support bands and local, local guys, things like that. But so they played Friday night, man, you talk about a good show. I think they played from, I think they started at, oh, I'm trying to keep, I'm trying to put it together here. So I think he played from 8 to 10. No. Was it 8 to 10? I think he started a little bit before that. I don't know, three hours maybe? Close to three hours? Uh, Ron played some of his original stuff. Uh, Fleming played his original stuff. I think we had... Um, I think we had Jeremiah played a couple of original, uh, couple tunes. Um, my roommate, actually, downstairs, Thomas Altair... He was there uh, just in the audience, and they called him up, and he did a tune, sang on one, uh, kind of a funk tune. I'm not even sure what the tune was, but had a great time, man. God damn, it was packed. There was a lot of people. People were outside, inside. The doors were open. The music was loud as fuck. Everybody was jamming, having a great time, and people were asking, you know, when are you guys coming back? When can we see you again? So Mr. Moore asked me to uh, book him some dates and you know, a date in June, July, and August, because it seemed like there was a, there was a want, there was a need for Mr. Moore to come back and, and play some tunes again. So we're going to get him back in there. He's always a good time. He's always been very supportive and um, always willing to help out when he can. So like I said, uh, I'm using his tripod right now and we share back and forth some different items. So um, you know, nothing weird like dildos or vibrators or any of that kind of stuff or condoms, but you know, we share some stuff occasionally. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so Saturday night we had Mr. Tristan Lemonian, Lemanian, the fuck you say his name? Lemonian. Here it is right here. I'll put it on the screen. This guy right here, Tristan Lemonian. And, uh, his, his father came in and played. I can't remember his father's first name. I just call him Tristan's dad. Uh, very accomplished guitar player. Uh, both of them um, singing, guitar playing, whatever. And Tristan came in. This is the first time he's played. He actually came in uh, during Zach Crump's night and he played uh, two or three songs. Came back on Saturday night for his first, uh, I think, official gig there at Homegrown Brew House. And man, fucking killed it. Rocked it. Big time rocket. He is 
a fantastic guitarist. Uh, the voice that this kid's got on him, because I think he's like four foot two. I don't know how how big he is, how tall he is, but he's a, he's a tiny kid. He's a he's a short <laughs> he's a short little dude, but he's got a fucking powerful goddamn voice. And he did um, a bunch of covers, a bunch of originals. He did uh, some covers of some some other local artists, uh, uh, namely Mr. Josh Jarman. Did a couple songs by him. And man, just he killed every every freaking thing that he did. Saturday night he killed. And you know what the other thing is? He played the longest set that has ever been played in the history seven years of Homegrown Brewhouse. He played for six hours. Six freaking hours. He got there at four when we opened. And he played till after 10 o'clock, really. Um, I don't think I closed until about 6 after 10. Uh, we got the last people out of there. So six hours worth. Um, I've been out there using the same setup, the Switcher app, and uh, doing live video and live streaming to Facebook. The only thing I'm <clears throat> irritated about is because he did a six-hour show last night. And for some reason, during the recording, I only got three plus hours of show. So I didn't get the last three hours. And the, the thing I'm pissed off about is during the last three hours, I was taking this tripod and um, I was taking it and going out into the audience, into the crowd, um, up to the band and was getting close-ups of them, uh, you know, ripping the guitar up or uh, singing. Uh, we had Mr. Perth Palmer out there that played with him as well last night. Um, so as well as Tristan's dad, Perth Palmer played with them. Uh, Mr. John P. Scott uh, sat in and played some guitar as well. So I was in there just kind of getting close-ups and getting really in-depth and doing some real cool music video type stuff on this thing. And I, I lost all that video. I don't know what happened. I don't know if Facebook has a limit on how long I can stream because, like I said, we streamed over three hours and uh, wanted to go for six. So maybe they've got a cutoff and it, it just cut, cut me off at a certain point. Or... My uh, switcher app just crashed on me. I don't know, but it looked like everything was still working. I was still able to switch between, you know, the two the two camera angles and the two videos. So it doesn't give me any indication that things had gone wrong. I didn't get a message, an error, anything. It just it didn't record the video. So I'm a little pissed off about that. But you know what? It's in my head. I know what I did, and I can still visualize it. So... I'm good. You guys, not so much. You didn't get to see what I saw, and it was fantastic. But So Tristan will definitely be back. <clears throat> you know, Tristan is a part of uh, Southern Insanity, which was a band that was going to play uh, during our Night of Mayhem at Studio 117 that we had to cancel back on April 18th because of the coronavirus, COVID-19. It was going to be Southern Insanity, which is led by uh, Tristan uh, Brad Gibbs uh, plays drums, and Jordan Miller uh, plays bass in that band. And um, man, I was looking forward to that. We had uh, Kale Jackson and the the project, or Kale Jackson and the Court Revival, I think is what it was originally called. And then we also had uh, Blue Ricky that was going to play during that night. So I don't know. I don't know what the what the status is that the status of that is going to be at this point, guys, because. Here's what's going on. I pretty much, for the most part, um, quit homegrown last night. So um, I, I let my partner know that uh, yeah, I think I think I'm done. I think I'm done. <laughs> I um, 
Oh, I just unplugged my headphones. I'm not going to get into all the details. I don't want to, you know, put all my business out there, which, fuck, I put a lot of business out there, and you guys know this, but it's usually my business, so I don't want to put somebody else's business out there, but I don't know. I just feel like I'm done. I feel like I've done everything that I can do. I feel like um, I've hit a threshold of what um, I'm allowed to do, what I can do. Uh, there's just a limitation on on what I can accomplish on my own. And I think overall, I've done what I wanted to do. I've, I've, I've created a space that was better than when I found it. And we've made it a, a, a nice venue for people to come and hang out and have drinks and food, which who knows when food's going to be back. That's one of my problems. But And I know, you know, it's not a problem, I guess. People are doing their own things. You know, if the chef doesn't want to come back and uh, we can't figure out any way to have food, then that's fine. But I'm just, um, I just, I just feel like I'm done. You know, I'm getting ready to... Um, things are changing here. You know, there's there's really nothing left for me to do or accomplish in this town. You know, I grew up here. I've been I've been here since 1972. Uh, grew up in North Charleston. Actually, grew up. Yeah, well, I guess it was Char- North Charleston. Grew up in North Charleston. Uh, been in Somerville since 1986. Uh, joined the Air Force. Moved away for 21 plus years. Came back. I've been here. Almost six years <clears throat> since I've come back, and I feel like I've done everything I can do here. I feel like any reason that um, was going to keep me here, I don't know. You know, with everything going on right now, you know, this is one of my things. Now, would I like to have, uh, you know, somebody come with me? Sure. I'm not always going to be a solo guy, but, you know, with all the things going on with the with these riots and uh, uh, you know, the police stuff, you know, we got uh, protests and things going on here in South Carolina. Now, we had one in Somerville today. We had some, some damage and some things going on in downtown Charleston last night. There's a curfew in effect right now. You can't even go out at the moment. Uh, businesses shut down early today for the curfew, and uh, you got this coronavirus thing. Um, there's just there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. Now, is this still the best time to ever be alive in the history of mankind? Probably. I don't know. You know, I guess any time that you were alive is probably a good time, right? I mean, even if you were alive back during the uh, the bubonic plague or... or uh, if you were alive in, in uh, Mayan times when they were sacrificing people or Roman times or whatever, at the time, you probably thought, looking back at some history, you probably thought, or they probably thought, that they were in the best time ever. Um, every generation has probably thought, hey, this is the best time to be alive because it was their time to be alive. And I kind of feel the same way right now, that this is this is the best time to be alive. Even though there's some turmoil, there's some things going on, there's still wars happening. Um, there's a virus right now. There's um, a protest. There's uh, people are looting, killing, robbing, stealing. It's still one of the best times to be alive. 
So with all that said, um, you know, I'm just thinking to myself, man, it's time. I've only got so many uh, summers left in my lifetime. You know, I'm almost 48 years old. What's the average lifespan? Um, 48. So you got 58. You got 68. 78, maybe. I got 30. 30 summers left. You know, if you think about it. 30 summers. <laughs> so, you know, I want to spend some of those summers with my kids. It's been a long time since I've been able to hang out with them and, and be a part of their lives. And um, they are on the other side of the world. They're not coming this direction. They really don't want to come back to the South. I don't blame them. I'm going to go out there and visit them. And I'll come back here eventually at some point to visit or to stay or to whatever. But and, you know, if, um, if uh, a companion wanted to travel with me, you know, besides my dog, Leia. Where's Leia? I meant to pull, I meant to pull Leia in here tonight, actually, but she's outside the door. She had the, the remnants of my steak, by the way. But, you know, if, if somebody wanted to, to take this adventure with me, I might consider it. Really, but, but what can you do? The world does not wait for anyone. So I'm eventually here going to get on the road and Homegrown Brewhouse doesn't play into that. So I've got to cut ties at one point or another. Uh, will I work this week? Maybe, you know, I, I don't want to leave them high and dry you know, without a, uh, a two week notice, I guess, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And sometimes you're just done. And last night, for some reason, I just felt like I was done. And I told a couple people at the end of the night that I was done. And then I told, uh, Caleb that I was done. I'm sure he's not really super excited about it, but you know what? Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, I hope he's going to be all right. I mean, I essentially run the place. I essentially do everything at the place and, um, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of being the only one that's doing anything. So, um, yeah. Cheers guys. Really. All right. Anything else? What else is going on? Ron, let's uh, let's play this. All right, guys. Um, I'm probably getting out of here. I'm gonna go. I think I'm going to take a bath. I have a phlebotomy tomorrow. I'm not feeling great at all. And, you know, it's one of the reasons that I'm kind of um, maybe taking a break. I've just, you know, three days of, of working and being on my feet. I, I just, sometimes I can just barely step out of bed in the morning um, after a couple shifts over there. And I don't know. But... Yeah, got a phlebotomy tomorrow, so that's going to be good. I feel better. Maybe I'll feel better. Maybe I'll come back to work this week and, and work a few more shifts there. 
got some people in this week that I would like to see that are playing some music. Mr. Uh, Corey Dalton Tate will be there Thursday night. He's always a good time. He may bring in, you know, a couple uh, special guests with him as well. We have Mr. Mr. Ron Daniel and Bobby Napier will be back on Friday. They play the first Friday every month, so this will be their return. Uh, first time since uh, the beginning of March that they played. And then I think Saturday night we have uh, Bree Workman, W-E-R-K-M-A-N, I believe. She played, um, well, a couple weeks ago when uh, Corey Dalton Tate played, actually. He opened us up back up for the indoor seating. That was the uh, first night that we had that we opened back up on the indoors, and uh, you were allowed to come and hang out. And that was the first night we brought music back to Homegrown, or that I brought music back to Homegrown. First night I reopened Homegrown and brought music back in there. And uh, he brought Bree with him. Uh, I think there's dating still, maybe, that might um, might work out. <laughs> it, might, it might not. Who knows? Sometimes things don't work out. And uh, no matter how badly you want them to work out, sometimes they just don't, for whatever reason. Whether it's another person has come on to the scene, or whether uh, one person or the other didn't do what they were supposed to do, or there was lies, or there was infidelity, or uh, you're just not compatible anymore, or um, name your thing. Fill in the blank, right? But... Yeah, I think there's still a couple, and they opened us up back up there at Homegrown. The first Thursday we opened a few weeks ago, and they're both coming back separately and probably together this week. So, that's going to be fun. Um, what's this song? Is that enjoyable to have some music playing every now and then, guys? I don't know. I just thought it was kind of fun, so. I think that's it. I think that is all. Um, three more nights of music coming up this week. I haven't heard anything. Maybe tomorrow, you know, tomorrow's June 1st. Maybe we're going to hear something about um, giving a little bit more rope to opening up at businesses. So right now we're still at 50% capacity. Maybe things go to 75% capacity as of the first of the month. I know the, the state of emergency has been extended until June 11th, I think, here in South Carolina. So there's still going to be distancing and, and limitations and mask wearing and all this other crazy uh, new stuff that's going on with the world. But maybe we um, allow more people to go out and hang out together. Maybe, you know, things are spiking and some things are happening. Maybe we go backwards a little bit. Maybe we say, uh, maybe we shouldn't be doing 50% right now. Maybe we should go down to 40% or maybe we should go back to, to no indoor dining. Um, I know, uh, what did I see today? That a couple uh, businesses downtown, restaurants downtown that had a shared kitchen, uh, one of their workers had um, the coronavirus. So they shut down both of those restaurants. It might have been three restaurants, actually, that uh, were together that shut down because they had a positive case down there. So who knows what's going to happen at the moment? Everything is kind of up in the air, up in turmoil. And uh, things are changing rapidly, really. Things are changing rapidly. And that brings me up to, let's play this song. And we'll, we'll, end, uh, we'll end on this song right here, guys.
Well, we'll end on this song, and then we'll end on uh, Slayton Johnson's song. We can't go without Slayton Johnson's song. Let's see. Here we go. Let's do this tune, guys, to, to kind of take us out. And uh, while this song kind of plays a little bit, I'll, um, I'll talk about a couple things here. So... Here we go. So while this comes in, um, what am I going to talk about? Well, we got Lutz uh, Property Services. They're still in business. They did not quit during the coronavirus. They've been working their asses off. They were probably out today um, doing a lot of closing up of businesses in downtown Somerville, actually, before the protest. And um, stuff started coming through town. Um, he was probably helping them board up windows and doors and all kinds of things. But So Loose Property Services, get out there. If you need some work done in your commercial business, get the guys to talk to. And I think that's the only advertisement I'm going to do, really. I mean, we talked about Homegrown Brewhouse. Go out there and see uh, whoever's, <laughs> whoever's, whoever's working there at Homegrown Brewhouse. Have a drink. Who knows when food's coming back. Um, I've got music booked for those guys all the way out through August, so... There you go, guys. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. I'm going to let this play in a little bit. Quick, guys, <laughs> I forgot. Me, I think it changes would be a good song, right? But I forgot to mention one special person. God damn it, why can't I get this camera to go right? So, this is a bottle cap flower, sunflower, that uh, Mrs. Uh, Deborah Pietrofesso made for me. Deb Deb, we call her. Call her Deb Deb. Sometimes we call her bitch, but. <laughs> but um yeah she wrote a nice little note on the back here for uh bribe bribe it's got a little smiley face from deb deb and it's got the date on it 2020 2020 um yeah these um, got kona brewing company right in the middle oh get in the camera there we go there you go Thank you, Deb Deb. I do appreciate it. And this will come with me everywhere I go on my travels.